Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Views from Up Here. Before we dive into today's content, I just need to take a hot second and thank every single one of you who listened last week or continue to listen into this week. You are all amazing. Um, It completely exceeded my expectations how many people listened, how many people reached out to me and told me they loved the episode, and it just made me feel really good that the content that I put out was not only enjoyed, but well-received and even helped a few people out in their dating journey. So props to all of us for making this happen because it's definitely not just a me thing. Every single one of you that said you would listen and then actually followed through gave me the faith that I needed to get this thing off the ground. And obviously everybody at the Fourth Wall Pop Network has been super supportive. So I'm really happy to be a part of their team and I'm happy to keep bringing you content under their name. So With that being said, let's just dive right into the good shit. So as some of you might have seen on social media, I did decide to share last week's episode with Kay and Spider-Man. Sadly, neither one of them responded to the message, but if they do, you guys will be the first ones to hear about it. Another update from last week, podcast episodes are filmed, obviously, ahead of time. Um, They could be filmed within a few days of release, but sometimes they're filmed a week or two weeks in advance. So when I recorded last week's episode, I was in a new and happy relationship, but that is no longer the case. Um, Unfortunately, I am back on the single train and my relationship with, we will call him Chef, (laughs) my relationship with Chef did not work out, unfortunately. He was not ready for a relationship despite being the one to initiate conversation when we first matched back in February despite being the one that persistently asked for a first date, and despite being the one who brought up becoming, quote, official, uh, despite not being comfortable enough to share it on Facebook, he needed to work some of his own shit out. So I am going to talk a little bit about that right now because I do think it's an important topic, and then we'll dive into the actual meat and potatoes of this episode. So yeah, he... I don't want to go through the entire conversation that we had, but essentially he went a day or two without really checking in with me, asking how I was or what I was doing. It was a very chef-centered two days. So he had made a comment before bed one night about feeling guilty that he didn't pay attention to me. I said that did upset me, but now is not the good time to talk about it because he was drunk and with relatives. So I said we could talk about it the next day. The next day came. Um, And he came at the topic quite aggressively. I tried to remain calm and I basically said, hey, listen, I was just looking for a little check-in. I got my vaccine. I wasn't feeling too hot. So knowing that someone cared enough to check in on me would have been nice. To which he responded that he can barely care for himself. How is he supposed to care about someone else? silence because I don't I don't I didn't know how to respond to that what what do you mean you don't know how to care for yourself how are you supposed to care about somebody I'm your girlfriend that that's literally the bare minimum is to care about the person that you're with so that was a little alarming to me um and I basically said well if you're not able to care for yourself should you be in a relationship right now to which he responded I'm not sure he took a couple days to think about it which Indecision is a decision itself, but I gave him time because I was respecting what he wanted to go through or how he wanted to go about it. And he came back with, I really like you. I like talking to you. I like spending time with you. But 
I need a few weeks to figure my shit out and I don't think I can give you what you need right now. So what do you think about that? I appreciate his honesty. That's the first thing that I thought. But ultimately, I am not going to wait around for somebody to be ready to be with me. It's just not my style. I don't think it's a good way to go about things, especially when you've already made things official. You can't really just backtrack. And I don't know what a few weeks means. You can mean two weeks. And then two weeks comes, you're either ready and raring to go, but now I have to wait to see if I actually see the change. Or two weeks comes, that's not enough, you need more time, and now I'm putting my life on hold for upwards of a month for something that's still so uncertain. So in more or less words, that's what I said to him, and his response was, that's what I figured. So that was the end of that, and I don't have any animosity towards him. I can't be mad that somebody isn't in a good place mentally and wants to put themselves first, but I can be upset at the fact that he didn't, quote, realize that until we were already balls deep in it. Like we had been talking for two months and had been official for a couple of weeks. So you would think that if you weren't in the right headspace to be in a relationship and care for somebody else, you wouldn't have needed to take over two months to realize that. So again, I, I oh, I also, I want to make it, make sure you guys know I'm not a heartless bitch. I did tell him that I hope he uses this chance to better himself and be the best version of himself because whoever he's with next deserves that and he deserves that himself. Um, I'm sad that I didn't get to see that version of him. I'm sure it's going to be a great version and I'm sure whoever comes after me is going to be very lucky if he does use the time wisely. But until then, I am going to be bringing you guys Taylor from the streets. No, I'm just kidding. I don't think I've ever really been in the streets, at least not since like senior year of high school, freshman year of college, but those stories are for another day. But yeah, I am single, uh, which means, and this is how I'm going to segue into today's topic, um, it means that I'm going to probably end up back on the dating app soon, Um, unless somebody comes knocking on my door to offer themselves up to me. That's kind of where the next step is going to be. So with that being said, today's episode is the do's and don'ts of online dating. And while I don't have a guest this week, uh, I did take some input from some of my male friends that are currently on dating apps, the same ones that I was on and will end up back on. So get ready and let's talk about dating app etiquette. As if this hasn't been explained enough already, I am obviously a woman seeking the love and affection of a male. So Um, When we're talking about the do's and don'ts of dating apps, I'm going to come at you from a woman's perspective looking at a male's profile. And like I said, I do have the opinion of men as well to add in. Um, But a lot of what I'm going to say right now is going to be male-centered. Some things that women see on men's dating profiles that are just immediate swipe lefts. It's not even deal breakers or red flags. These are just things that make us say, I'm not even going to scroll any further or I'm not even going to give this man any consideration. I'm just going to say next. Because we're in the pandemic still and it's still relevant, mask selfies. I appreciate a person who takes precautions and cares for themselves and other people's health just as much as the next person. However, these apps are the window shopping of dating. So we need every chance we can get to see your face, whether it's from different angles or in different settings, different emotions. We need every chance we can get and you guys should know that. So no mask selfies. I trust that you're safe. And if I get any vibe that you're not, we'll go from there. 
okay, so I'm going to, I have to touch upon it. Fish. <laughs> anywhere you go, uh, anywhere you turn, there are memes and jokes about men on dating profiles or dating apps and having pictures of them holding fish. I personally don't care. And I might even see this as a plus because I grew up with a dad who wished he had a son. Um, and he took me fishing all of the time. I actually enjoy it very much. So if a guy has a picture holding a fish, I know he likes to fish. That's something we can do together. So it's a plus for me. But on the other side, I can see how it would be not appealing or maybe just overkill because most of the men who have a picture with a fish have more than one picture, either of the same fish or a different fish, maybe even a less impressive fish. So this one's kind of a, a, I don't know, it could go either way for me. I personally don't mind it, like I said, but I can see where it's a problem. And I mean, ultimately, let's just see it as they're sharing their hobby with us. It's one of the things that we know they like to do. So they're putting it front and center. I don't mind. The prompt, just here to make friends. I don't know if men are aware of this, and I'm pretty sure it's a feature for them as well. But on Bumble, there is a BFF feature. If you're looking for friends, hop on there and get off of the dating part. Because I'm sorry, but no man and woman that meet each other on a dating app are just going to end up being friends. Maybe one out of every couple of hundred might end up like that because I do have one or two guys that I either hooked up with or tried dating and it didn't work out, but we're still cordial. I don't even know if I would call them a friend because like we're not texting each other to meet up for drinks on a Friday night, but ultimately don't just say you're on Hinge or Bumble or Tinder looking for friends because it's not true. It's your way of basically copping out and saying you don't want anything serious, but friend sounds nicer than just a hookup. I don't like it. I will immediately swipe left. Okay, so back to the pictures. I'm going to go back and forth between topics, but if we're talking about pictures that men have, um, don't put in your bio or use as an excuse that you have no pictures of yourself. So many men sit there and say, ooh, I'm bad at collecting pictures of myself. Newsflash, Chad, the device that you're downloading these apps on and using to swipe left and right has a camera on it. Take a fucking picture of yourself. Only selfies are also a bad sign. I'll talk about that in a little bit. But you can take pictures of yourself. Ask your friends or your family if they have any pictures from outings that you guys were at. They may not be your best because I don't like pictures that other people take of me. But it's something to put on there because I can promise you if you have one picture or more than one of the same picture, which sounds absurd, but it happens very often, no one is going to swipe on you. You would literally have to be fucking Channing Tatum or David Beckham or Charlie Hunnam to, <laughs> to actually get somebody to swipe right on you with one fucking picture. And trust me, a lot of you do not look that good. So consider collecting a few more. Oh, God, this one. Do not let your first picture be a picture where I cannot see your face. Either it's blurry or you're standing over a cliff with the sunset so it's just a silhouette of yourself or your head's buried in like the engine bay of a car. Just no, no to all of it. It's okay if those pictures exist because it shows you're outdoorsy or you're good with your hands, but ultimately it should not be your first picture. Men should know this, but a lot of people have a very small attention span on these apps. They're not always looking through the entire profile before they decide if they want to swipe left or right. You have one chance at a first impression. Do not make it be of the back of your head or 
your silhouette. That's just not good enough. Don't do it. Pictures where you're only wearing hats. I better see at least one fucking picture of your hairline. I don't care if your hair is a mess, if you have a receding hairline, if you have no hair, or if you're wearing a fucking toupee. Give somebody the chance to know and base their decision off of that. It might sound shallow, but if girls only had hats on in their pictures and you couldn't see if their hair was blonde or brunette or long or short or dreadlocks or, I don't know, a pixie cut, that's going to kind of matter. I know you guys are looking at ass and tits or whatever first, but like hair matters, especially for men. And I know it's a very insecure, sensitive topic, but you're just going to have to get over it. If she likes you and she wants to hang out with you, she's going to find out eventually. Why get to the point where she sees your hair for the first time in person and wants to go to the bathroom and never come back? Like, that's not okay either. Also, smile with teeth in your pictures. I cannot tell you. I was just talking to one of my male consultants on this episode about this topic and I told him it has to be at least one out of every 10 men that I swipe on that don't have any pictures of them smiling with teeth. I know you're hiding some fucked up chiclets behind those lips and I'm not going to swipe on you. So you're not even going to get a chance to plead your case and say how nice of a guy you are and it doesn't matter that you have a snaggle tooth. Like, please just smile. Some people don't give a fuck about teeth. I, I feel like that number is very small, but some people may not care. I personally care. It's one of my pet peeves. Call me shallow for it. I don't care. But good dental hygiene is important. And you can blame my previous employers, Dr. Paul and Jeff Goodman, for instilling in my brain that teeth matter. So yeah, put a picture of you smiling. Hell, even if you want to edit your teeth to look whiter than they are, I would rather take that than assume that you don't have any teeth or you have messed up teeth and swipe left. It's just, it's a smart idea to put your teeth in there. I know it sounds stupid, but trust me on it. Going back to photos, or staying with photos, I should say, group pictures. This is another very common meme and joke running around on the internet that women post group pictures and I can't tell which one you are. Men, you are also guilty of this. I'm sorry, but if you're showing me a picture from your last frat function or from your, I don't know, softball game that you played last summer and there's 15 of you with Oakleys and beards in all in the same jersey, I'm not going to know which one's you. And if you don't have another saving grace on your profile, I am not going to keep going. I'm not going to play guess fucking who with all of your group photos. It's just not happening. And I love somebody that enjoys drinking, especially if they enjoy drinking beer. But if every single one of your pictures is either you holding an alcoholic beverage or you being intoxicated, I'm going to assume that you peaked in fucking high school and you're still trying to prove yourself to be cool. Like, that's just my automatic assumption. Don't have every picture be alcohol-centered. It's just not attractive. Even if a girl is a partier, it's going to just scream douchebag. I'm sorry. It, it just does. Pictures with other women. This was actually... um a note of mine that I had for this topic, but also uh, a question that one of the guys on this topic asked me. And he was like, what is the rule of pictures with other women? And I was like, I'm so happy you ask because me personally, this may not be an overall consensus, but I don't like seeing men with pictures on their profile of other women. 
There are exceptions, though. If it's a group photo of you with multiple girls and multiple guys, like just a big friend group, that's fine. But if it's a picture of you with just another woman or several women, it doesn't look good. If you make it a point to say that's your mom or your grandma or your sister, fine. And if it's obvious that it's like your mom or your grandma, I'm not going to say, ooh, a woman, I'm running away. Like, no, I have more common sense than that. But if you just have random pictures with girls that could have been exes or maybe like a fling or what, like there, it's, there's too much ambiguity and I'm going to probably just swipe left because I don't know what their relationship is to you. If we're dating, I don't want you taking pictures with random women or women that could be something more than just a friend. It's just a little too convoluted. Let's avoid it altogether if you can. And filters. I am guilty of this. If anybody follows my personal pages on social media, I use filters. A lot of people do. But like, maybe it's a filter that just makes my eyes look a little bit more blue. Or it hides the fact that I have maskne all over my chin. But I'm not like, smooth my face until I look like a, 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 I don't know, a cloud. Like, I, I don't even know what to compare that to. But everybody knows what I'm talking about. Men use this filter option too on a lot of their pictures. And I'm not just talking about clearing blemishes or whitening your teeth like I just suggested a few minutes ago. I'm talking full on dog ears, multiple colors, possibly even like cinching their waists. Like it's a lot more common than you think. Let's just avoid that. I mean, I'm preaching to the choir. If I'm doing it, why can't you? But it's just, it's weird if a guy uses a dog ear filter. I don't even think women should have that on their profile. And that's something that one of the guys weighed in on is heavy filters are just a red flag because you're either purposely catfishing us because you know you're not looking that great or they're stolen pictures and those are the only ones that you feel like you can get away with. Like again, too much ambiguity. Try to avoid it if at all possible. And sticking with pictures because again, window shopping Don't just post a picture of your mode of transportation, whether it's a motorcycle or a car or a moped. I've seen solo pictures of mopeds before. Just don't do it. If you're in it or if you're in it with your dog, possibly acceptable. But let me ask you this. If you're posting a picture of just your car, what are you trying to do? Odds are impress the person on the other end of the app. So if a girl swipes right on you because she's impressed by your car, That probably means she's materialistic. Maybe she expects something of you or expects the finer things in life if you're flashing around your BMW, your fucking Acura, whatever it is. So is that the type of person that you want to be with? Because from what I hear about women from men is that they don't want someone who's superficial and wants them for their money or wants them for nice things. So why flash those nice things in a picture by itself And get that kind of attention. It just doesn't make sense to me. If I'm misunderstanding this, I'll give you guys an opportunity at the end of the episode to kind of chime in. Uh, Tell me otherwise about any of these prompts, but especially about the cars, because I'm, uh, I don't want to say I'm a car girl, but I've dated several mechanics and my dad was a mechanic. So I've been around plenty of different cars. I know about cars. I appreciate them, but that's not going to be a seal the deal for me. It's not like, ooh. He's got a Scion TC or a BRZ or he's got a, I don't know, a fucking Lamborghini. Even if you have a Lamborghini or a Bugatti, I am not, I wouldn't just swipe right for that. That's not me. Maybe someone will and maybe that's the type of person you want. But if you don't want somebody who just wants you for your materialistic items, 
let's consider leaving that out. I think that's the end of the photo rants. I might come up with more as I think about it, but for now, that's all that I'm worried about for pictures. More prompts that we need to avoid. I'm going to get a lot of flack for this and hopefully I don't lose any listeners, but liking the office, Parks and Rec, or Friends are not personality traits. And yes, I'm yelling at you. You can like the shows because they're good shows. They contain good actors, blah, blah, blah. But it's not a personality trait. That should not be the only thing in your bio. You should not swipe left or right just based on someone's opinion about the show. And I just, I can't stress enough how much I don't give a fuck if you're looking for the Pam to your gym or the gym to your Pam, no matter who we're talking about. It, it's not cute. It's not funny. It's immediately going to make me swipe left if you make that your primary focus. I love fucking horror movies. And truthfully, I don't like dating people who won't watch them with me. But I am willing to make an exception. It's not going to be at the forefront of my dating profile. And it's not going to be a deciding factor. It's also not something that determines my personality. So let's try to stray away from that. Some common phrases or bits of information that are shared that drive me fucking nuts are, quote, I'm open-minded. All right, fine. I don't like closed-minded people, so we're off to a good start there. But open-minded about what? About your relationship? About politics? About pineapple on pizza? I'm just, I'm going to need you to be a little bit more specific. Don't just put open-minded because I'm going to openly use my finger to swipe left. (laughs) It just is what it is. Looking for my future ex-wife or I'm looking for somebody to match me. Well, well, yeah, I mean, we're all here looking for a match, but match how? Like, do you want me to light you on fire? Because that's kind of what I'm leaning towards. Um, The future ex-wife one, though, that's just like, you're not clever. Everybody has it. It's not funny because like, no one wants to get divorced. That's not ideal for anybody. So like why? I don't know. Maybe I'm taking that too seriously, but it's just it. I, you make me scowl and swipe left. <laughs> um, also, for my psychology and sociology and counseling loving listeners out there, we all have mixed feelings about Myers-Briggs, the personality inventory. Um, I personally don't fucking like it. My results are very accurate. But not everybody's are. Um, It's not a diagnostic tool. It's not definitive of who you are. It's ever-changing, I guess, depending on your mood um, that you're in when you take it. And I don't know, other other factors. It's not the most accurate tool. So putting that your ENFJ in your profile means absolutely N-O-T-H-I-N-G to me. Nothing. It means fucking nothing. If anything, it makes you sound pretentious and trying to fit yourself into this little bubble that you think women want. Like, I don't care if you know what personality type you are. It doesn't matter to me. Same with astrology. I know the astrology is a little different. A lot of women and men care about that sort of thing, but I don't give a fuck if you're a Pisces and Mercury's and Gatorade like that. That does not matter to me at all. Um, So yeah, astrology and Myers-Briggs, I feel like they don't have a place in anyone's profile, never mind a man's profile. And yes, I realize I'm being very, I don't know, gender role heavy in this episode, but it, it is what it is. I'm I'm all for 
equal opportunities. I'm all for people not identifying as a particular gender, not wanting to fit in gender roles. I can go about that all day. But um, for the sake of this episode, it's relevant and I'm just going to stick with the perspective that I have. And if somebody doesn't like that, please feel free to let me know. I'm willing to change later on, just not right now. (laughs) And if it wasn't clear already by how I'm approaching some of these prompts, a lot of these apply to men and women. Uh, I've said that for some of them, but obviously talking about your personality type, like I don't find that attractive in men because I'm attracted to men. But I would imagine that if a man who doesn't know much about Myers-Briggs sees that in a woman's profile, it's going to confuse him or just maybe turn him off. I don't know. So take these with a grain of salt. If they apply to you as a woman who's on a dating app, please use this wisely as well. Um, some of the things that the men pointed out to me, one of the guys said, if she's got a picture with more than one cat, he's in more than one cat. <laughs> he's immediately swiping left. Um, I feel like that's a very specific and personal opinion, although the crazy cat lady stereotype does exist. Um, so I guess women, if you have more than one cat, maybe don't include them in your pictures. Mm, we'll, we'll, we'll chalk that one up to being very specific. Um, this one was good. And at first, when I started reading it, I was a little skeptical because I was like, wow, guy, this sounds really shallow. But he explained it in a way that made sense. Um, he said, if all you have are selfies. So we talked before about having group photos. Women are very much guilty of it. A lot of women look the same, especially when they're all in black bikinis on a beach and there's glaring sun, whatever. Um, men, group photos aren't always your friend either. But on the contrary, we don't want only selfies either. And what this guy explained to me was, is that it's just, it's a red flag. Because do you do anything else? Do you have friends? Are you just very self-centered that you only want to put pictures of yourself? It's just, it, it can be a red flag for a variety of reasons and an immediate swipe left for this guy and maybe many others. And along the same lines, no full body pictures is an immediate swipe left for this guy also. This is where he almost lost me because I was like, wow, that's really shallow as someone who's very tall and a little chunky. Um, that's like a sore subject for me. So I also could acknowledge that I have a personal bias in this opinion. But he explained to me that one, body types do matter. As much as we want to try to pretend they don't, we all have our preferences. I personally am a chubby chaser. I like a guy with a beer gut or some meat on him somewhere. It's because I like to feel I'm either with an equal or someone who makes me feel I don't know, a little smaller because they're my size or bigger. It's just, it's a personal preference. So for one reason, he said it may not be a body type that he likes. And just from your face, you're not going to be able to tell that necessarily, especially with all that contouring and shit that women do. You can really hide a double chin with some, with some uh, bronzer and highlighter. But he also made a good point to say that full body pictures are important because it shows confidence. So even if it's not his ideal body type, but she's gorgeous and said all the right things and has all the right prompts, he may consider going for her or swiping right on her just because of the confidence alone. And I think that was a really insightful and honestly really dope opinion because confidence does matter. I don't want someone who's cocky, but someone who's confident in themselves really does go a long way. So I very much appreciated that opinion of his. Someone who says, I don't like texting back and forth. Almost like a, I'm not here for a pen pal sort of statement, which 
none of us are. I mean, with a pandemic, it's a little different, but we're not looking for pen pals on dating apps. If that were the case, I would just go to writeaprisoner.com. But like part of getting to know somebody is conversing. So unless you want to call me on the phone or FaceTime me or schedule a date rather soon, we do have to get to know each other. And right now, texting is the easiest way to do it. Um, So someone who either puts that in their bio or says that early on in a conversation is just, I don't know, I get bad vibes from it. And so did the guys that I asked. Also, I feel like both men and women are guilty of this, maybe women a little bit more than men, Um, putting your Snap or your Instagram handle in your bio. I get it. If you don't use the apps very frequently or if one of those social media platforms is more convenient for you, you want to put it out there. However, in the day of OnlyFans and premium Snapchats, it just gives off bad vibes to men. They immediately assume you're going to ask them to pay to talk to you or pay to see you, and it's just not cool. But it's also putting the focus on the wrong thing. Here, go to my social media accounts that show very select photos of my life and how I want people to see me instead of my should be accurate dating profile. It's just, it it defeats the purpose. If Instagram and Snapchat were good dating platforms, Tinder, Bumble, and Hinge would not exist. So I personally don't like when I see men do it either. It's just very off-putting. I don't know how else to explain it. Especially, I'm sorry, (laughs) here's another thing. If your Instagram is private, do not put your fucking handle in your profile. I'm not going to have to request you, then awkwardly wait for you to accept it, and then scroll through your Instagram to see if I like you, and then either DM you or wait for you to DM me and be like, who the fuck are you? How did you find me? It's just too much. We're on the apps for a reason. Let's use them and go from there. If we like each other, then we could follow each other on social media. But it's just not necessary to put into a bio. And this one should go without saying, but I somehow experienced a lot of it and I'm sure we'll experience it this time around. Unless I blatantly say in my profile or if a guy says in his, roast me or give me your best insult or if they're making fun of themselves and leaving the door open for you to make a rebuttal or an additional comment, do not make your first message a roast. I've had people go, wow, my very own giant. What? I'm, I'm not somebody that you can just wish into your pocket and then pull out when you want to have some fun. I don't even know what I'm saying. Do not tell me that I'm your own personal giant. Don't ask me to carry you around. Don't say, oh, what are you going to wrap my ar- your arm around me and hold me like a bait? Like, what? Don't. Don't. Just don't do it. Don't come at people with sensitive content or insensitive jokes. Just it. Unless I blatantly make a comment about me being tall in a funny manner, don't make that your opening line. Unless it's, damn, you're six foot, that's so hot. That's fine. But don't open with a roast. It's just, it's a bad move and so many people do it. I feel like I shouldn't have even said this because it should be obvious. And I just, it makes me (laughs) angry if you can't tell. And last but not least, a very simple, but again, clearly not obvious um, bit of advice is if you don't have any bio, any personal information, any interests, or any prompts. It's just pictures. It's better than one picture or, I don't know, fake pictures. But 
If you have no information about yourself, how do you expect somebody to make a serious judgment on you unless you're strictly there for hookups and you only care about looks? It's probably not a smart move. Dating profiles are supposed to include additional information because you don't just see someone just only posting pictures on Facebook. They have to have something about where they went to school or an article that they shared from another page. Like people actually do things on Facebook profiles. So you are expected to do things to beef up your dating profile. And I think that's all me and my male consultants have come up with. (laughs) I say all like I didn't just rant to you guys for 25 plus minutes about dating profiles, but these are all very important details that I want people to consider because part of the reason why people get ghosted or think it's okay to ghost or just why people don't get matches in the first place are sometimes because of what their profile looks like. And That sounds so counterproductive to the advice that I gave last week, but if you don't give people enough to make a connection with you, like there needs to be a connection in their head before they actually talk to you. Um, Just like I'm not going to buy a dress if I don't need the dress or can see myself wearing the dress somewhere. So your profile means a lot more than you think. And I just think having that representation of you out there should be the most accurate and I don't know, tasteful option there could be. And I've had my Tinder profile screenshot and shared to mock me before. This was long before where I've been the last year and even before my ex of almost four years that I broke up with last year. Um, And it was shared to mock me for my picture choice or for my bio and how I describe myself. And I've learned from that, but it's also just a dick thing to do. So if you're putting yourself out there on the internet for everyone to see, just be mindful of what you're putting out there because I've even shared screenshots of people's profiles to make fun of them or to call them out on their, I don't know, not so nice approaches to dating. Um, But I try to blur out their name and blur out their face if their face isn't part of why I'm posting it. So I'm, I try to be tasteful and respectful in that sense, but understand that not everybody's going to approach it that way. So don't just tailor your profile with these bits of information because you want to put a good version of yourself out there for your potential suitors, but also do it just to preserve who you are and the image that you are putting out there for hundreds, if not thousands of people to see. So to piggyback off of the idea that I had men weigh in um, on this week's episode and give me some feedback and advice, I want to be able to do that on a wider scale for future episodes. So I have created a text-free number um, that I want people to text with their questions or commentary about the episode as you're listening to it. The messages will go directly to me. I may know who you are if you tell me or if I have your number saved, but generally speaking, um, the comments would remain anonymous if I chose to share them either on social media or on future episodes, but it's a fun way for us to engage because some people may not be willing to say on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, hey, I had someone fall asleep with their dick in my mouth too. So this is a more private and intimate way of 
sharing your thoughts and feelings. And I really want to hear what people think. I want you to submit topic ideas to me or say that you want clarification on a certain topic. And we can even just chat back and forth together. I just think it'll be a a fun way to engage with my listeners. So get a pen and paper ready or type it down in your notes, whatever you need to do. The text-free phone number for Views From Up Here is 810-432-0422. And feel free to use this number, like I said, just to communicate with me about whatever we want to talk about. And if the content that we discuss is, I don't know, share-worthy, I'll ask you if I can add it into the next episode or make a social media post out of it. I just want to be able to involve you guys a little bit more, and I think this could be a very fun way to do it. Also, as usual, don't forget to follow the show's social media pages as well as the networks. So on Instagram, the network is Fourth Wall Pop, and the show is Views From Up Pod. On Twitter, the network is at Fourth Wall Pop, and the show is at Views F U H Pod. And don't forget to stop by our swag shop. My merchandise is still not up and ready yet. I am having some difficulty with the formatting of my logo, but Fear not, it will be up sooner rather than later. And I am so happy that you guys came and listened for another week with me. Um, I promised a cool sign-off. I feel like I don't have one yet, although I do want to explain a little bit more about my logo. Um, Obviously, you guys know the story behind the name of the podcast, but the logo, which looks like a chicken, um, is actually a hen because my nickname all throughout elementary, middle, high school, and even adulthood at 28 years old has been Mother Hen. I've been the mom of the group, and when I was younger, I resented that name, but as I got older, I learned to embrace it because every friend group either has a mom or needs a mom of the group, and while I am not a mother by birth, um, I am just that bitch. So um, I'm going to sign off as Mother Hen, and I hope to have everybody back here with me next week.